Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat Dafpei Chet Amud Aleph at the very top of the Amud. Uh, this will be a relatively long podcast. We're going to look at the rest of the Agadot relating to Matan Torah and also conclude the analysis of the Mishnah uh, with the uh, some of the Agadot relating to the Lashon Shil Zehorit. So let's begin. Toshma, the Tanya B'Seder Olam. Seder Olam, the Midrash attributed to Rabbi Yossi. Uh, which is the chronology of the world from creation until uh, According to Seder Olam, the day they left Egypt was a Friday, the 15th of Nisan. So that means Rosh was a Friday. So therefore Rosh was on a Sunday, on a Sunday. Sivan and Sivan should have been Rosh Chodesh. Sivan should have been on a Monday. So Kashler Biosi, this is difficult because Rabbi Yossi is the author of Seder Olam, and here, as we know from the previous sugya, Rabbi Yossi insisted that Rosh Chodesh Sivan that year was on a Sunday. Amalach Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi could say Hamani Rabbanani. That is attributed to Rabbanan. It's a little difficult. Toshma, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Shani Allah Moshe Yirad, Rishi Allah Yirad, Rabbi Yirad, Rishuv Lo Allah. That Moshe went up on a Monday and came back down, on a Tuesday and came back down, on a Wednesday he came down and did not go up again. So, where did he come down from if he hadn't gone up? Rather, on Wednesday he also went up and came down, each time with a different command or repetition of the command. And this takes us to um, to Shmot Chavdalid at the end of Parsha Mishpatim, uh, the Parsha which is understood by many to have happened along with Yotet before Matan Torah. He built the Mizbeach, Meshishilo Ayalo Pnai, Friday there's nothing that he did. My La Mishum Torah, isn't it because of the Torah being given? So it's given on a Friday. Oh, Mishum Torah Shabbat, because they're getting ready for Shabbat. Alright, so, uh, so again, the Torah was given on Shabbat, not on Friday. Darasha Hugli Law, Lady of Chista. Famous, uh, Drasha, a Galilean came, and in Rav Chista's presence gave the following Drasha, Brichachlana Diav Uriyan Tlitoi, Blessed is God who gave the threefold light, Taranavim Tuvim, La'am Tlitoi, to the threefold nation, Kohen Levi Israel, Haidei Tlitoi, through the third born, Moshe third born, Beyom Tlitoi on the third day, Beyarchat Tlitoi on the third month, now, who is Keman Kerabanan? That follows Rabbanan because it was the third day of Prisha, not the fourth day of Prisha. Okay, the famous Trashavat Yasfu Batakti Tahar, Bnei Yisrael assembled at the foot of the mountain, or, if you want to read it one, another way, under the mountain. God turned the mountain over them like a pot. If you accept the Torah, fine. If not, then you will be buried here. I will drop the mountain on you. This is a moda'a, a claim of duress, which really should allow Bnei Israel to be free of the Torah, because they never really voluntarily agreed to it. Nonetheless, they later accepted it voluntarily in the days of Achashverosh. The Jews fulfilled and accepted. The context of the Pasuk is they fulfilled and accepted the days of Purim. 
But the drashai is that they fulfilled what they had already accepted, meaning now they had a full fulfillment. Maral has a beautiful take on this in Tiferet Yisrael. If the land was afraid, then why was it silent, and vice versa? Why was it first afraid? Why does it say at the end of creation? All the other days are Yom Echad, Yom Shini, Yom Shlishi. This is Yom Ha Shishi. Hey, Yatir Alamali, why is there an extra hey? Malamed Sheet, not Kodesh Baruch, Maseb Reshit. God made a condition with Maseb Reshit. From Arlahem, Yemisrama Kabiva Torah, Temit Kaimin. If Amisrael accepts the Torah, then you will live. If not, then I'm going to return the world back to its primordial chaotic form. In other words, that all of creation was waiting for Israel to accept the Torah. So the whole world was afraid when it came time for Matan Torah until Israel did accept the Torah, at which point then it was quieted and calmed down. Uh, again, all of these uh, Gemarot are dealt with uh, in two famous places uh, systematically. One is the Maharal's uh, wonderful work, Tiferet Yisrael, which goes through all of these Agadot with uh, in, uh, with a uh, systematic and programmatic explanation, and also in the Ein Ayah of Rav Kook that uh, did not get much further than this. He did Brachot and half of Shabbat, but uh, did interpret these these passages also in a very incisive way. Dosh. Uh, in a very insightful way. A famous piece that Bam Yisrael uh, said, whatever Hashem said, we will do and we will nishma. Now, pshat nishma means we will obey, but the way that it's learned here in the Midrash is we will do it and then we will ask about it, as it were. So, 600,000 came, and they gave each Jew two crowns. One for each of them. Once they sinned with the Egal, a million two hundred thousand, twice as many angels of destruction came, and they took them off. That after the Egal, B'nai Yisrael took their crowns off, their jewels off. They put it on at Chorev, and they took it off at Chorev. Chorev Tanukah. Ram Chorev Parkud Yichtiv Tunei Israel. Rabbi Yochanan Kulan Zacham Moshe Venatlan Moshe got them all. The Samichle Moshe Kachat Oel. It says right afterwards Moshe took the tent and he put it outside. It is he took all those things. Amar Shlokish Atzira Kodesh Baruch Hu Lachziran Lanu. We will eventually get them back. Shenemar for the Yad Unai Shemura Olam the eternal happiness will be on their head when they are redeemed. What does that mean? The happiness that had always been on their head, meaning from an ancient time, and that is the crowns. Another agada on the power of saying Naseh first. Who told my sons, Raz, this secret that the Malachim used? In describing the Malachim at the end of Parakuf Kimel of, sorry, the beginning of Parakuf Kimel of Tilim, Parhu Adonai Melachav, Giboy Koch Osei Dvaro, Lishmoa Bakol Dvaro, Beresha Asei, and then Vada Lishmoa. First they do it, and then they listen. Rechamor Chanina, Maidich Tiv, 
My beloved is like the apple among the orchards. Why are Am Yisrael compared to an apple? The fruit comes out before the leaves. In an apple, they said, before Nishma. There was a mint who saw Rava uh, studying. And he had his finger underneath his foot. He was squeezing him. He was so involved in his learning that he didn't realize he was hurting himself. Blood was coming out. I'm a paziza. You are a hasty nation. Your mouth spoke before your ears. You still have your hastiness. In other words, you're acting without thinking. First, you should have listened to the mitzvot. If you could have done them, you should have accepted them. If not, not. We go walk with faith. The simplicity of the naivete of straight person, people will lead them. And the deception of rebellion, rebellious people will throw them out. So we went with faith. You don't go with faith. You have drawn my heart close, my beloved, with one of your eyes. What does that mean? Originally, Am Yisrael was brought close to God with one, meaning when I said Naaseh. And then when we actually did them, then with both of our eyes. Now we begin to talk about the ego a little bit. It is a disgraced Kalam who has a, an affair in her chupa, which the chupa was our Sinai, and we went after the Egel. While the king was reclining in his chamber, my nard gave forth its smell. It was as if I went after someone else. But nonetheless, God still loves us. It says the nard gave forth its smell, not its stunk. Those people who are ashamed but don't shame others. They hear their own disgrace but they do not answer. They serve God out of love and they accept their travails. The last line in Shirat Tevorah. Those who love God are like the sun coming out in its power. What does that mean? Every speech, every word that God uttered at our Sinai came split up into 70 languages. The famous Pasuk in Yumiahu that God's word is like a, 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 a hammer hitting the anvil that splits up. It hits a rock that splits up. So just like a hammer hitting the anvil splits into different sparks. So God's word, every word that came out, split into 70 languages. Listen, O princes, I will speak. Why are so Nigidim here is now turned into the object, not the target. I'm going to speak Nigidim. The prince has the ability to kill and to give life. Same thing with Torah. 
Those who go the right way with Torah, uh, it is a, a, uh, a, an elixir of life. Those who go on the left side, uh, it is poison. Meaning that uh, if you study it wrongly and come to wrong conclusions and teach it wrongly, then it could be a sama demota. Davar we have another drasha nigidim. It's called dibor tarim. Every utterance that came out from God's mouth at Har Sinai had crowns on it, so it's like princes. My beloved has a uh, bundle of myrrh and lies between my breasts. So the drusha on Torah more is, even though God hurts me and is bitter to me, I still he still lies with me. The next pasuk is a bundle of kofir. My he has in the um, in the um, vineyards of En Gedi. What's that? Misha kol shalom machaperli alavon gedi shekaramtili. So drasha is he who owns everything. Eshkol machaperli kakofer. He atones for me alavon gedi. So en gedi is avon gedi, the uh, the sin of the goat shekaramtili. All right. Now my mashvai karmelisha de machnishu. So. Um the the Gdi here is uh is a reference to the according to Rashi to the Egel, which is also a young animal, and Shakaramti is that I gathered to me because I gathered all the gold uh for that. Uh so now my machnishu, how do I know that Karmi is a reference to bring things together? So So we have a Mishnah in Kelim. That it's something in which the, uh, the, the Kiseshel Koves, the wanderer's chair, is one that you gather all of the clothes. So Kormim is a word for gathering. Every word that God uttered, the whole world became filled with sweet smelling spices. When God said Anochi, the world became filled, so where did the second, the smell of the second one go? So, God took the wind from his treasure house and blew away each Ruach so that the next word would have more beautiful Reach that would come. So his lips repeat, which means they bring out a new one. Every time God spoke, Am Yisrael's souls left them. My soul left when he spoke. Now we have the same problem. If they all died at the first Dibur, how did they ever hear the second one? The answer is he had dew that will resurrect the dead. At the end of time, he brought that down, and brought them back to life. is a poetic retelling of Mamar Sinai, and it's Geshem Nedavot Tanif Elohim, so it is a, 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 a rain of, uh, of giving that he brought down. Remember, Shuvan Levi, Kol Divu Divu Shatzav Mekadosh Baruch Hu, Chazu Yisrael Lacharen Shnei Masamil, 
that every time God spoke, Bnei Israel jumped back 12 mil out of fear. The Machesheret would walk them, kind of like a mother walks a little child. Don't read Yidodun, Ella Yidadun. Okay, remember Shabbat Levi? Shashalom Moshelem Marom. And the Midrashic uh, thread, consistently, both in Shemot Rambah and these Gemarot, when Moshe went to Harsina to get the Torah, he went up to Shemayim. And so when he came up to Shemayim to get the Torah, the Malachim said, Why is a human here among us? He's here to get the Torah. They said, this treasure that's been here 976 generations, 74 generations before creation, because there's now the 26 generations since creation, it's a thousand generations. Now the Adam, you want to give it to a human? We quote Why do you mention man? And the Put your glory in heaven. Why are you putting him into man? So Hashem said to Moshe, you argue. I'm afraid that they'll burn me up with their, with their hot breath, with their fiery breath. Hold on to my throne and give them an answer. That'll protect you. So holding on to the kisei, he covers him up. Remember with his cloud. So the drasha here is that Hashem um, covered Moshe with his cloud as he held onto the seat to, to the throne to protect him from the malachim. So now what's the argument? Tell me what it says in the Torah. So he turned to the malachim and said, Did you go to Egypt? Were you enslaved to Pharaoh? Why would you get the Torah? And the fight here seems to be in the Malachim saying, We want the Torah. What does it say next? You should have other gods. Do you live among nations that are pagans? What else does it say? Keep Shabbat. Do you work during the week? That you need to rest? Do not uh, bear God's name. Do you do business where you have to take oaths? Honor your parents. Do you have parents? All of those mitzvot. Do you have jealousy? Do you have Yitzhah? They sent it to Akarosh Baruch Hu and said that uh, they agreed that it should go to Moshe. But it doesn't say So the same pasuk was repeated at the end of Tilam Chet, uh, but without that addition that your glory should stay in heaven. They all became friends of Moshe and gave him a gift. And that same parakantilim, Samachet, says, You went up to heaven and you took captivity. To take gifts for man. Because they called you Adam, Madam Kirenu, at the beginning of Tilamchet, you ended up getting presents. Even the Malachamavit gave him a gift. That Aharon, at the story of Korach, 
took the Torah and used it to forgive the people or to achieve atonement for the people and stood between those who were dying and those who would now live. And how did he know to do that? He loved Amr Lemi Aviyadah. So Malach Ahmed must have told Moshe, this is how you do it. Viyamr Abishuban Levi. So now, when Moshe came uh, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, there was Satan came and said, "Where's the Torah?" And it was after Moshe went down. He said, "I gave it to the people on Earth." He came to the to the Earth. Where's the Torah? Elohim God knows where it is. And then the rest of this uh, that it's uh, greater than the sea, etc. He went to the sea. Marlo ain't imadi. It's not here. Halachet till Tommy went to the depths. Marlo ain't be. It's not here. Shemar Toma Marlo biui. V'yalamar ain't imadi. Now that, of course, in the context of Eov, is the answer to the Eov question of uh, terrible things, disasters happening to to decent people. So death and loss said we heard about it. I looked everywhere. It's not there. Go to Moshe. Where's the Torah that God gave you? He said, Why would God give me the Torah? Moshe said to him, Are you a liar? You have this beautiful treasure that you would play with every day. Should I claim for myself that I have it? Since you lowered yourself and humbled yourself, that the Torah is really beyond you, the Torah will now be called yours. Alright, very famous piece that God was making crowns on the letters. Um, <clears throat> don't people uh, give shalom uh, in your place? In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying to him, why didn't you give shalom? And so Moshe answered, Hello, Malafonov, that Ebed greeted his master that way? You should have told me, uh, good work, or keep it up. That explains the Pasuk and the story of the Maraglim. The Moshe says, your power should be strong. Why is Moshe giving HaKadosh Baruch Hu support, as it were? Okay, That at the Egel, it says, the people saw that Moshe was delayed in coming down. Not Poshesh, but rather, six hours have come. That Moshe told them when he went up, at the end of 40 days, at the sixth hour, I'll be coming down. So from Yom Ba Satan Rebevet Olam, Satan came and messed the world up. And Moshe Rabchem Echanu, he said, "Where's Moshe, your teacher?" He went up to heaven. And then Ba'u Sheish, he said, "But six hours have come; he's not down." They paid no attention. Mate, he said, "He's dead." They didn't pay attention. Herala and Dmunt Mitato, they then sh- he then showed them an image of his uh, of his deathbed, which of course is akin to the Agadav Satan and Sarah Neakedat. That's why I said, this man Moshe, we don't know what happened to him, as if they're pointing to an image. So one of the rabbis said to Ravkana, Do you have a drasha on why it's called Har Sinai? A place of miracles. Sinai Nisim. 
har nisoyu then it should be called har nisim. siman tov Israel. It's a place of good sign. So then har simanoi mi it should be called Har Simanoi. Amarle Maitam Alosh Chichat Kamei Rapapa Ravuna Breder Yeshua. To my Magalat Rav Chista Varava Breder Ravuna Damitavayu. Why weren't you there when Ravuna Breder Rav Yeshua and Rav Papa were going through the Agada of Rav Chista and Rav Breder Ravuna, who both said, "What's Har Sinai? Har Shiardas Sin Alu Mota Olam Alav. It's the mountain that brought hatred to the nations." And Amar Rav Yosef Chanina Mochamisha Shemot Yishlo. There's five names. Midbar Tzin, white Tzin, Shnit Stavu Yisrael, they were commanded. Midbar Kadesh, Katut Shud Yisrael, they were sanctified. Midbar Kademot, Shnit Nakaduma, the ancient thing was given. Midbar Paran, why is it called Midbar Paran? Sheparu Varavu, Allah Yisrael, that's where Yisrael became numerous. And Midbar Sinai, Shada Sinai, Lumot Olam Alav. Umashmo, what's the real name of the mountain? Chorev Shmo. The real name is Sinai. You know, it's all the other ones are are nicknames after certain events. Why it's called? Why is it called Chorev? That was the destruction of the other nations came there. And that concludes the lengthy Agadam on Matan Torah. And now we go to the end of that Mishnah. Uh, why, how do we know that we put the, uh, scarlet ribbon on the, uh, head of the Seirish Taleach? So the Pasuk says, Miuchatachem Kashanim. Kashanim ibaile, it should be like scarlet. Why like Kashanim? I'm a Yitzchak, Mamma Kashbarach Yisrael. Miuchatachem Kashanim halalush, throw to vote, Meshesh Nebrishit, Velachshav, Kashalak Yalbinu. So the Drusha is, even if your sins are like all of these years, since creation till now, all those sins, still I'm gonna whiten them. In that same section, he says, Go now and let us debate about your sins. It should say, Come here, not go. It should say, Not God will say, but God did say. This is a prophecy about the future. God will say, Go to your ancestors and they will rebuke you. They said, who should we go to? Should we go to Avraham, who was told that his children would be enslaved, and he didn't ask Rachamim for us? He gave Esav the bracha that if he and Yaakov would fight, there would be a, a, a battle. He didn't ask Rachamim to save Yaakov from that. You told Yaakov that he would go down to Egypt, right? For Lobekesh Rachim Malenu, he didn't ask Rachamim, please pull us out quicker. Eitzel Minelech, who should we go to? Achshav Yomar Hashem. That's why it says Yomar Hashem, meaning Amal Mishbarach Hu Hayol Betlitem Atzvachem Bi. So since you rely on me and not on them, Miuchatechem Kashanim Shal Binu, then I will I will cleanse you. Shvom Rachmane Rambi Alat Hamadi Chtiv. That's the Atashem that we saw earlier. Um, so this strange pasuk: You are our father. Abraham doesn't know us. Israel doesn't recognize us. You are Hashem. What does that mean? And what's going to happen is Hakadosh Baruch is going to say to Abraham, "Your sons sinned against me." Let them be wiped out. 
So God said, all right, I'll tell Yaakov, because Yaakov understands better he had trouble grazing his children. Maybe he'll pray for them. This is somewhat akin to the famous Midrash Echaraba in the Ptichta de Echa about the Avot. Said, your son sinned. Let them be wiped out. Said, the old men don't understand and the young kids don't understand. He went in the middle to Yitzchak. Banecha chatuli. They're my sons and not your sons. You called them b'niv achori. Not exactly at that point, but and then they you call them your sons. Now they're my sons and not your sons. What did they sin? Let's think about it. A man lives seventy years. Dal esrin. You don't punish for the first 20 anyways. There's 50 years left. 25 of those years are nighttime, meaning half of the time is nighttime. People don't sin at night, they're sleeping. So it's 25 years. Half your life is praying and eating and in the bathroom. There's only 12 and a half years left. If you'll accept them, fine. Except those twelve and a half years of sin. I'll split it with you. If you want to give them all to me, I've already offered myself as a korban to you, so I could take it. Patchu Now in the drashai is about Yitzchak. Yitzchak, you praise me. Praise God. And he points to him. Then they lift their head up and they say, You are a father who redeems us forever, since, since ever. Yaakov really should have gone down to Egypt in chains like a prisoner. But his schut saved him. That I will take them with chains of love as opposed to chains of, of, uh, iron. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick it up with, uh, the next Mishnah going back to the Shirim of Otsa'ah. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.